today on Learn Me Something. Jack and Jumper versus World Building. Caleb, today I went on a little road trip. Okay. To, m- right. to whom? I came straight from the road trip here. To whom? Uh, to, to right past... To Mo- whom was the destination? <laughs> Missoula. Oh. Past Missoula, so it was about two and a half hours away. Okay. And I was told there was a hot spring there, like a natural hot spring. Did you find it? We got there, uh-huh. and this little kid's walking back, and he's like, It's cold! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. So we get there. It's just like cold water. <laughs> so that that was your purpose for it's, going out there? Yep. Oh. <laughs> We're going to go uh, do some go-karts too, but that was closed. So we went. I mean, it was fun. Okay, let me tell you about it. Yeah. So it was kind of cold. Uh-huh. Smelled a little minerally. Yep. Which you're not surprised. So it's more of just a spring, yep. not a hot spring. And it's right next to the highway. And it's cold. It's not too bad, but I had goosebumps. Oh, that sounds... It's like it's, that sounded like it was too bad. It's like a typical Montana body of water where you get in and you're like, okay, it's fine. It's I'm, fine. Wait, I think I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's this cool little cave. Oh. Legend had it. Legend. Uh, I went with my friend Luke and uh, and last week's special guest, Abby. Uh-huh. My brother, Jonathan. Nice, nice, nice. And legend has it there's this <laughs> underwater cave that you can only get to if you swim underwater. Oh, that's And then you pop back up cool. and there's a little pocket of air. Uh-huh. And uh, so we get there. We're like, I think this is it. There's a little rope sticking out from under the water. Uh-huh. You pull yourself along the rope. Oh, that And you is... can pop up. It's only like a couple feet. Uh-huh. And there are some other people doing it. Still so very spooky, though. I went and did it. So cool. Was it amazing? Was yeah. Was it everything you wanted? It was very small. It was uh-huh. probably like three feet by six feet when okay. you get in there. Enough for but, a party of four? Ex- oh, totally. Okay. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Easily. And then... There's a little ladder that somebody put. Uh-huh. There's a hole in the ceiling and like a 30-foot-long tunnel that you can explore. Oh, stalagmites and stuff. I love a good Apparently. stalagmite. But you can only get there if you uh, swim under the water through the rocks. Okay, actually, it's that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. So it kind of made the two and a half hours. Well, I guess five hours worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it made up. It's pretty cold. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did today. Good. Uh, and, I went uh, to my family's Nate Chicken Enchiladas. Chicken so, enchiladas. Yeah. Good luck topping that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, well. I need to do more cool things because you're consistently showing up with exciting ventures. Okay. I've got something cool. We'll, we'll do some sometime soon. Ooh, Very soon. Okay. What is it? It involves exploration Ugh. and crawling. <laughs> two of my top two things. The best activities one could partake in. <laughs> Exploration and crawling. Uh, You got punished recently because of your girlfriend's awesomeness. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to this podcast before, it's a competitive teaching podcast where we each teach each other a topic and then the audience votes on who wins and who loses. I lost the last two, actually. uh, Make that three after this episode. Okay. Don't don't even start with me. I'm, (laughs) I'm not losing again. We... The last, last punishment... We had some issues getting, like, being Schedule able to do wise. on time. Yeah. yeah. So we, we did that one as well. And so I'll start with that. That was, you had to play Five <laughs> Nights at Freddy's. So I went, we we made it so that I had to beat the second day. Uh-huh. So if you don't know what it is, also it's in VR, which kind of ups the yeah. ante. Yeah, it was, it's spooky. It's pretty, 
scary. <laughs> I partook in episode one. Uh, not episode one. Night one. Yeah. I played it. And I watched you play a couple times. And it's pretty freaky. Yeah. And uh, I was so scared. But I did it. Figured it out. I think I, I lost tw- twice, maybe. Yeah. So I ended up playing it four nights. Yeah, and if you haven't played it, you're standing in this like creepy, abandoned, almost abandoned Chuck E. Cheese type thing. Yeah. And the animatronic animals are coming to get you. And yep. they're like 10 feet tall. And if you don't close the doors in time. Yeah. It's basically you have to watch cameras and turn lights on and off and close and open doors. Just flickering lights and creepy yeah. robot monster. But you've got limited power. And the more you have like the doors closed, the more power it takes. Yeah, so, so there's quite a bit of strategy, yeah, or at least, yeah, you need you need to know what you're doing. But I got it figured out. Uh, by the end, I was it was not as scary. I had gotten it like taken care of. Yeah, I, I knew what I was doing. And you had an audience, which was fun. I did. Yeah, there's probably like ten people watching. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We have a. I took a video of it. Once this episode drops, well, if you're listening, it's dropped. Uh, we'll put it on our social media. Yeah. Yeah, and you can so, watch that. So I, you can go right now. I don't know what what I did, what I said, so I hope it's okay. <laughs> I, I do believe there's some squealing. <laughs> oh, they, yeah, it's not surprising. That's okay. But I actually, after I was done, I was like, that feels super good to have done that. You accomplished something? Yeah. Good. And and this is going to sound like I'm just going to turn from stupid to like serious just real quick. Real fast. Yeah, I've kind of like been thinking about fear in my life uh-huh. and like what a role that's played in my life yeah it's kind of a lot uh-huh and uh even some as small and stupid as that i was like i did that it's over like uh-huh. i would do it again no problem and uh, it was just like a, a nice little step up a little boost yeah a little you can do this little, action little encouragement i did something that that was scary and uh worked out okay um my next goal i was thinking about this the other day my next goal for us uh, as a duo is to go bungee jumping because I remember you said that's like the one thing you would not do. Let's do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were going, we talked about this in a couple episodes yeah. ago. We were going to go skydiving and we did that. And on yeah, that yeah, yeah. trip to skydive, you were like, I could skydive, I no but I will never bungee jump. <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, yeah, we're going to go bungee You're gonna jumping. You're going to make me bungee jump. I actually was, I was talking to Abby about that. And I think, I was like, I think. I would say I wouldn't, but if enough people peer pressured me, I would. I'm very easily peer pressured. I wasn't going to awesome. go in the little cave at the spring today. Oh, but then you got talking. I got peer pressured and I did it. <laughs> it was great. Didn't so even if, you, if you want me to do something, just peer pressure me. Perfect. That's, that's the key. That's my cheat code. Okay, we'll, we'll get a crew. We'll hit the bungee. It'll be great. Okay. <laughs> Actually, logistically, I'm kind of freaked out by that too. I don't like the idea of physics throwing me around the planet. Up yeah. And down. Yeah, in a way that is not normal. That people don't normally do. It's yeah, like skydiving is yeah. natural. You jump out, you go to the ground. Yeah. Bungee jumping is unnatural. And you have to be in control of when you jump and like uh-huh. how how you're positioned and everything. You're not strapped to a man who's like we're jumping right yeah. now. Maybe maybe there's a type of bungee jumping <laughs> like that where you're strapped to a man. <laughs> I don't it, know. What's it called when you skydive with someone? Tandem. Yeah, tandem, tandem bungee jumping. Tandem bungee jumping. That's probably a thing. Would maybe you do you that ju- with me? Maybe you just get a yeah, just a group of people, just like ten people <laughs> squished together, and just throw them off a bridge. <laughs> I do that. Can you imagine the heads knocking together? <laughs> oh, everybody's heads are cracked. Okay, yeah. Hindsight, no wait, foresight, because we've not done it yet. Okay. We should not do that. Okay, that seems like a bad idea. Maybe. 
We'll keep it on the table. Okay, yeah, we'll think about it. We'll put <laughs> it in the goofball, see what happens. <laughs> Go bungee jump, tandem bungee jumping. Um, speaking of the goofball, you lost last episode too. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that punishment. Oh, so, and side note, just want to rub it in a little more. Okay. You lost because your girlfriend, Abby, uh, was on my team yeah. and shredded you. She destroyed me. In the voting, you got It's the most votes we've ever got, and she beat me by, yeah, she got over five times as many votes as I did. Yeah, yeah. I was, was surprised I got any. <laughs> I, was like, I was very but I was, happy. I was thankful for those three people, whoever they are. Thank you. I gave her a really solid high five yesterday as okay. a thanks. <laughs> but you I'll had to it. plug your nose for 24 hours. Yeah, that was harder than I thought it would be. The worst part was I just shoved some cotton balls up there. <laughs> the worst part was sleeping. I slept so horribly that really? night. So when did you do this? Uh, Thursday night, I believe. Okay, so Thurs- Thursday afternoon to Friday afternoon. <laughs> and... Yeah, the worst part was at night. I slept so horribly. Uh-huh. There's one part, like I would wake up and like kind of experience just like, <gasps> like have, breathe, having breathe, to, breathe. yeah, I would wake up from like, I think that's like what sleep apnea is or uh-huh. just like a, a sleep apnea event where just not getting enough oxygen. So I just wake up with a big breath. <laughs> Holy cow. And this is like the most dangerous one we've done. <laughs> I, I, I woke, it was like in the middle of the night and I was like, why am I doing this? I'm going <laughs> I'm to take these out. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You fought through. I fought through. Woke up. My mouth was so dry. My lips were like peeling just because like air was just in and out all night. Oh, I almost feel bad. You said Abby felt bad because she tried to choose the easier yeah. punishment for you. She's like, yeah, just breathe in your, in your mouth. That's you do that normally. <laughs> I'm then, very happy uh, to have won or to have been won for. Yeah. You know, I actually had a dream that I had a dream that I was doing the punishment yeah and i only had like an hour left and uh-huh. i was so excited to be done and then i woke up i was like i have to do a full work day and more <laughs> with my with not breathing through my nose like i literally had a dream uh-huh. about how much i hated it was it. that traumatic yeah for you? i guess so but then that first deep breath in the nose what i assume a hard drug is like exactly it felt good I'm happy you got through it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, I, and I, it may, the next day I was like, just happy that I could breathe through my nose. <laughs> kind of helps you not take for granted the small things. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's rough. There, there's a, a silver lining in all these punishments. Uh, this podcast is a lot easier when you win a lot. I bet. You should, you should try bet. that out. <laughs> yeah. Or when the punishment is easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Shoot. Oh, we should have asked Abby which one of us should go first, because technically she won the episode. So oh, normally, yeah. if you've not listened before, the winner gets to choose who presents the topic first. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really do a whole lot. I guess I'll just be her spokesman. Yeah, you can you can choose. Okay, you can go first. Okay. I think she, right. she went first, so you can go first this time. Okay. Oh, thank you. Of of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, so for my my topic today. Yep. I'm going to be talking about a dynamic duo. Oh, boy. Their names are Jack and Jumper. Perfect. I guarantee you've never heard of this. If you, maybe, if you, maybe you have. Of course I have. I feel like we're kind of in the, in the same realm of strange topics, so maybe you've stumbled <laughs> across it. But Jack and Jumper were a dynamic duo who worked at a train station. Ooh. So they were like rail men, like switch, okay. switch men. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is late 1800s in South Africa. Perfect. 
and this is kind of the story about how they met, how their friendship formed, and uh, kind of what their working relationship was like. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So let's start off with, with uh, Jumper. His name's James Wilde. Oh, why would he not? It seems like a great name to start with. It's, it's a pretty manly name. Yeah. James Wilde. My name's James Wilde. I'm a railroad switchman. <laughs> they call me Jumper. You think you own these tracks? <laughs> well, you don't. I'm I'm in charge around here. <laughs> anyway, James Wilde. So, do you have any guesses on how he came? How he got the nickname Jumper? Uh, he jumped from a bridge to the top of a train. He jumped over a train. Uh, he jumped off a train into water. He jumped off the railroad in off of a bridge. Into a river. He just jumped off a bridge. <laughs> no, he oh, yeah. <laughs> he was known to like jump on top of train cars. Oh, so I w- my in first guess them. was right. Yeah, just he was a jumper. Oh, okay. In my head, I'm picturing you're on an overpass and you're oh. like, not yet, not yet, no. now, <laughs> maybe, what? maybe. But he, you're saying he's just on the ground and then just kind of jumps onto them. Or he's on top of the moving trains jumping across the cars. That's pretty cool. Car to car. James Wilde is a guy. Yeah. Gets his, uh, his last name. His last name makes sense. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so, but one day, mm-hmm. he tried to jump between two cars uh, while it was moving. Oh, no. Which doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. And it chopped both of his legs off. Oh! So how about that for a nickname? Whoa! A double amputee named Jumper. <laughs> Okay, okay. You think? Oh, yeah. I've got nothing to add. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's a lot. It's just cruel, a cruel irony. Wait, so he's he works around tra- trains, yeah, a lot, yeah. What made him think that he could make that know. happen? Just confidence. Okay, big ego, maybe. Yeah, James. People Wilde call him Jumper. Wolf. He thinks he's king of the world. <laughs> I can jump over anything. <laughs> I can jump through anything. You want me to jump through yeah. this? Easy. My name's Jumper. Do like, you want me to jump through this? They're like, no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Please don't, Jumper. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're egging me on. Yeah. Don't make me jump. Don't, don't do that. I will. You know I will. <laughs> so anyway, he he continued to work at the the rail station. Yeah. He was a switchman. Not as actively. I was watching a video. They It takes quite a bit of pull. Really? Like, you got to lean into it. So okay. it's pretty hard work for somebody who has peg legs. He built his own peg legs. Pretty cool. And he lived like a half mile from work, so he built a little cart. Uh-huh. And would like push himself to work on the little cart on the train tracks. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so he did that for a couple of years nice. as a double amputee. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one day everything changed. This is when Jack comes into the picture. It wasn't when he lost his legs for no, sure. No, it, This was everything. Honestly, <laughs> this is a, that's a minor... That's just part... This is backstory. Okay. Oh, boy. I cannot wait. Wait, before you continue, is there a movie? No. Okay. No. I don't think so. There is a children's book. Uh, (laughs) Actually? Yeah. That seems worse. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, one day he was at the market looking for who knows what. Maybe some more more parts. Maybe trying to become a cyborg. Maybe trying to Uh make some springy legs. Yep. I don't know. Seems like an innovative guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And he saw Jack driving an ox cart. Does he know Jack? No, doesn't know Jack. Okay. Goes up to him, uh, starts talking to his boss, and he's like, "Um, Jack should come work for me. Nice. And uh, so after some convincing, Jack left his wagon job and began working for Jumper. (laughs) Okay, Jack's a confident guy. So only, or no, 
Uh, James is a jumper is a quote. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get it. He's working for me. Um, so he didn't talk to this guy. He just saw him and was like, "Man, I need that guy." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so here's a little bit about Jack. Uh-huh. Uh, they they got to get they got along super well. Perfect. And formed a tight bond and were they're super close. Uh-huh. But a little bit about Jack. He the, his boss was like, "Hey, he's not going to work unless you give him brandy." <laughs> he's okay. just gonna be kind of pouty and uh that's funny that his boss would his boss is the one yeah you'd think he would be like hey work anyway <laughs> seems like as a boss you shouldn't accommodate that kind of lifestyle well there's some important things about jack that i need to tell you okay you know how about i back off of the commentary no it's good this is all good. you throw in some important details and then i'll jump back okay in. okay uh, yeah, whenever. <laughs> so Jack was unschooled, uh-huh. and he didn't speak. Uh-huh. So that's kind of partially why. Okay. Not the main reason why, but partially why. Okay. So he was speaking with his boss. Um, also, Jack did not wear clothes. <gasps> A twist. A twist. <laughs> I was not expecting. <laughs> he was, if you could say he was a mute, unschooled nudist, <laughs> to a degree, who was a heavy drinker. And he was also a baboon. <laughs> Wait. Jack was a baboon. He was a monkey. <laughs> you got me, dude. <laughs> so this is a story about Jack and Jumper, a double amputee with his monkey friend who helps him switch oh, railways. At so good. Rich, uh, does it switch work. Can I just say, I yeah. thought you were just being really insensitive. Like, he was a baboon. I didn't realize. He was literally a baboon. Okay. <laughs> So if anyone else was confused as I was for a moment, this is an actual <laughs> a bab a baboon. Not animal. a human being we're talking yes, about. We are not insulting a human. So Jack would push Jumper to and from work. He'd like train him to just like push his little cart to the half mile every day. Uh-huh. Uh Jack was eventually he had to be trained. So Jumper would just kind of stand there and hold up a number uh-huh. for which switch Jack had to pull, and he would just Seems like Jumper won big time. Yeah, he actually bought uh, Jack, but I didn't want to say that oh. at the time because that would be strange. Mm. Yeah, okay. Oh, um, yeah, because, yeah, okay. Because he's a monkey. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> bought him because he's a monkey. So uh, he learned to fetch the coal shed key. So, uh, <laughs> cap, like, what do you call people who run a train? Um, trainists. So a trainist <laughs> would pull up and. I'm sorry, is there an actual word Yeah, for there it? is. There is. Conductor? Conductor would pull up. Uh, Jumper would, would give them the key to the coal shed so they could mm-hmm. fill up, keep going. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Jack figured this out, and he would just do it unprompted. Wow. He was, he was being uh, intuitive. Like, he was, he was working, cool. working ahead, trying yeah. to be a good employee. Perfect. Really a self-starter, I see. Yeah. Nice. He was only working for Brandy at this point, so, uh, yeah. so keep that in mind. What else do you need? Uh... Jack, yeah, he he would pull switches from the signaling, and eventually, uh-huh. based on the the number of sounds that the train horn would make, yeah, then he would know to pull the correct switch. Oh, so at this point, Jumper's kind of working himself out of a job. Yep, which he's like <laughs> probably okay with. Jumper's becoming irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. He's I'm sure he's fine with that. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, he's just in control of his little station. His employee is doing his bidding. It's good, good to go. 
making an honest living. <laughs> uh, and and he actually would kind of sulk if he didn't get alcohol. Oh. So he had to keep him... You weren't kidding about that. He part. had to keep him liquored up. Okay. Not kidding. So he, this was not free labor. This no. There was an actual cost yep. to the jumper. Yep. And yep. I'm sure food as well. Or not jumper, Jack. I'm going to get this one of these Yeah, days. they're a little close. <laughs> uh, I would assume food. <laughs> Just on how I think monkeys work. I don't know a lot about monkeys. <laughs> I, I cannot confirm whether or not they eat. I would assume they do. Okay. I can't guarantee it. Okay. So uh, somebody fact check me on that. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he gained a lot of popularity from passenger cars that were coming by. They uh-huh. would like throw treats to him. Oh, man. What and a guy. Mad and you're like, there's Jack. Jack he's, the he's just like standing there all, all proud. <laughs> little brandied up. <laughs> just like wobbling a little bit. <laughs> they throw some bread at it. I don't know what. Again, maybe a treat means a toy. You're making dangerous assumptions, I, Josiah, that he, that baboons eat. <laughs> I'm sorry. They might not. They might. Some kind of treat. I'll leave it at that. And uh, <laughs> I love this. I, I just realized uh-huh. two weeks in a row I'm talking about animals running businesses. <gasps> wow. Yeah. You've officially... You've created a learn me something niche for yourself. I guess. Animals with businesses, animals with jobs. <laughs> I cannot wait for the next episode. Wait till the next episode. You're, what is elef- you're not going to want to miss it. Marty the elephant, the who is also a salesman or a, be- a flautist. Marty's a uh, flautist and a salesman. Mm-hmm. He sells flutes. <laughs> to other flautists. Yeah. It's easy to sell flute if you can flout very well <laughs> and you're an elephant. Uh, so anyway, he uh, one day he was snitched on. So apparently no. some people don't like it when a monkey's doing a guy's job. No. Yeah. So uh, somebody narked on him. Where's the freedom? I thought this was America. Yeah, I did too. It's, it's actually Africa. not. It's South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not America. I didn't think that. <laughs> I, I just assume was... if there's something bizarre happening, <laughs> it's, it's in like deep Detroit or something. <laughs> Deep Detroit in the late 1800s. I've never been to Detroit. I've not. I've. I don't want to make assumptions again about Detroit. Yeah. So I won't go there. Yeah. Okay. Let's stay clear of Detroit. <laughs> a wide girth. Let's, let's keep a wide girth from Detroit. Uh-huh. Don't. Please don't talk about Detroit. Seriously. Too soon. Jumper, uh, convinced the the people who. I'm assuming his bosses, his, yep. the people over him saying, he's actually a super good employee. Mm-hmm. And just give me a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, just give him a test or something. Because mm-hmm. if he can pass it, why, what's the harm? Yeah. What's don't, the harm? Don't give up on it's him. It's cheaper for you. I don't have to hire somebody. Yep. I can still be employed. Yep. It's win, win, win. Win. And uh, Jack gets some brandy. <laughs> yeah, every, yeah. Literally everyone's happy. And he doesn't have to drive an ox cart. Mm-hmm. He does something fun. Yeah. Actually, ox cart sounds like a yeah, little be. cooler of a job. <laughs> I don't know. But it seems like Jack is getting better fulfillment out of this job. Maybe. Yeah, he's learning. He's uh-huh. growing. Yep. Yeah. Widening his his horizons. Mm-hmm. More experience. Yep. Padding his resume. Breaking right through the baboon glass ceiling. Exactly. All yep. that. And so he he took a test and passed flying colors. Yeah, he No did. problem. They let yeah, him stay did. on. And it's, in fact... Uh-huh. It's reported that he never made a mistake. What? In, guess how many years he worked here? Twelve. Oh, 
Nine years. Did I over... Yeah. Well, I don't want to make assumptions <laughs> yeah, about yeah. how long you're raccoons always like, live. Three days. <laughs> yeah. A uh, week and a half. No, you worked there for nine Okay, that's years. impressive, though. Never and, made uh, one mistake. And they actually paid him a fair wage of 20 cents a day plus half a bottle of beer a day. Okay, I'm not on board with that part. At some point, we can let him... <laughs> we can let the baboon work. We can let him grow and be awesome but i don't know about paying him outside of things that he would directly want like extra brandy or well goldfish. maybe i t- again <laughs> I, I can't make assumptions about baboons and how they monkeys how they work maybe they understand money i don't know well i feel like 20 cents a day way back then that's uh-huh. a lot I yeah. think for a monkey. Yeah. I mean, 20 cents today for a monkey is a lot. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I draw the line. I don't think. You don't agree. As intelligent as monkeys are, I don't think they're at the place to where they could fully appreciate uh, what money could do. So you for think them. it's unnecessary? Uh-huh. You think it's a waste? I think they should pay him an equal amount in a thing that he would directly uh, appreciate, like extra food. Food if they ate. Yeah. Maybe. Or. Like a cool little home for him to hang out in. Maybe with, that's what it was going for. Yeah, LED lighting. Yeah, RGB. It was. I'm assuming Jumper kind of just pocketed it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just a little the raise. The guy is sketchy. Maybe it's a raise for Jumper saying, "Hey, that's pretty cool. That's pretty <laughs> neat. Nice job. Take this. You right, deserve well, it." Let's go with that. Let's settle on that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, twenty cents a twenty cents and half a bottle of beer a day. Yeah, kept nice. going for nine years until. He tragically died of tuberculosis. Oh, moment of silence, Jack. Which I didn't know monkey. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not strange that they do, but you just hear he died of tuberculosis. It's like, oh, that's like a human thing. Yeah, monkeys can have that, apparently. Yeah. And uh, today, his skull is still on display what? at a museum in South Africa. You can go go and visit Jack. Please tell me it's like the this. That's insensitive. <laughs> I was going to say, tell me it's like the handle of the lever that changes the... Oh. Like they just made it cool and kind of piratey. Like a, a tap, like beer on tap. Yeah. Like one of those things? <laughs> yeah. Like he's a grab. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in a museum. There's a brandy dispenser. Yeah. And Jack's skull is just right on the end. He's grabbing. <laughs> and then every time it, it pours... Just a you, you moment of silence, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, or at least the bartender. And everyone else is like, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> anyway, so that's the story of the, di- the dynamic duo, Jack, Jumper. Okay. And uh, how their unlikely friendship formed. I know you don't usually, but can you tell me where you found this specific story? This is the second thing I had written down when uh, we were starting the podcast? Yeah, so I have no idea where I found Whoa. it. Whoa. I mean, it's pretty... I've never heard of it. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? There is another monkey <gasps> named Jackie who was a World War II hero. With the pigeon? I, also South Africa. I was like, this is the same monkey, isn't it? Yeah, wait a second. I don't buy that these I've are separate heard. baboons. But apparently it is. Maybe... South Africans have something against something for yeah. similar names for all their 
Yeah. Monkey pets. Jack, Jackie, 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 Jacqueline. Maybe one was named after the other. You know what? Uh, Jackie would have been named after Jack. Yeah, because of sense. time. Let's go with that. Yeah, because of time. So I for think, time purposes, <laughs> if we take into account time, I think uh, Jackie would have come second. So. <laughs> yeah, I. That's good. I don't know what he did, but apparently he's like very valued. Got some wow. awards, such as the pigeons that I've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cherami. Mm-hmm. the french pigeon who i remember fondly yeah that's one of my favorite stories still on the podcast <laughs> because it's Again, so ridiculous animal with a job yep also from you that's at also least three uh, i was war elephants oh that's so true. i've got one okay yeah uh, um any other animal pigeons uh greenland shark doesn't have a job no flamingos don't have a job no besides parenting which is it is a job in itself. Imp- it is important. Being a I'd mom say. is a job in itself. Uh, you talked about uh, dogs on the excursion to Antarctica. Yes, they all died, but they had a job. Uh, the Acu- Project Acoustic Kitty. Do you remember that from the declassified files where uh, they implanted an antenna in a cat to oh, try and oh yeah spy on people? Oh yeah. Also died, but had a job. Pigeons uh, identifying cancer. Yes. On X-rays. Yes. Or uh, is it an X-ray? Uh, Some no. type, whatever the scan Not is called. Not an X-ray. Some kind of scan. Yep. There's a job. These are all me, except for war elephants. You <laughs> talk about animals with jobs a lot. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. This is uh, insane. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe I'll. <laughs> do I lean into it? That's the question. Do I lean yeah. into it to embrace it or to more turn animals from and jobs? <laughs> Do I receive or reject? <laughs> Let's change the name of Learn Me Something. Um, animals with Jobs. Animals, yeah. And Caleb. <laughs> animals, with jo- animals with Jobs. The first competitive podcast. Plus, plus some psychology and history from Caleb. <laughs> uh, I'm, trying, I'm doing my best to branch out. I'm yeah, I, I like some, that too. Uh, yeah. Some more interesting, some different types of things. Uh-huh. That's my goal. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. It was good stuff. I love a good story on yeah. this this show, this shindig we've nothing, got going nothing on. Nothing better than learning about a, a friendship, an unlikely friendship. Exactly. It's kind of wholesome. It is wholesome. You know, they worked together for nine years. Nine years? That's a long time yeah, to work together. Anything. Yeah. Imagine, that's pretty sad, actually. Imagine your your guy uh-huh. dies after nine years. You're, you're together all the time. Yeah. Because he lives with him, uh-huh. works with him. Yep. That's pretty hard. And then, like... Was he, was Jumper just back to the same old, same old he was used to? Wheeling himself to work, doing everything himself? Maybe he retired, I don't know. I hope he retired. Yeah, that would be a good time too. Yeah. Anyway, on that note. That was a good, that was a good wholesome story that we kind of ended on a dark. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we do that kind of often. And then he died. He died. Horribly. Anyway, that's the problem about talking about history. Is everybody has died? Yeah, yeah. So that is inevitably the end of the story. Maybe we just have to think about it differently. Like he lived. No. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and then he died, and we get to learn from him. Um, Uh, I don't know. Or we get to remember the fun story. We get to remember. We get to be grateful that this story happened so we can laugh about it. Yeah. So, so that we can laugh at it. <laughs> no, about it. Remember I said, I said about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the situation. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Thanks. Um, hope all you listeners out there are good with that. Yeah. Nice. Nice little bow. 
since are, are you done? Did you have more to that? I don't think so. Okay, we we'll just wrapped this. That's about puppy it. Up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's the end. Uh, I don't even think I'll present if that's all right. It sounds good. Got a good story in there. I Let's call it a night. Yes, out. No, don't do that. No. Um, Larry, 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 stop. Back off. Get okay. away from that button. Don't play us out, please. Yep. Uh, nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay, it's just. Every once in a while, you need some time for reflection, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, every once in a while, it's just important to have a good story that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's just like something entertaining to listen to, and then it ends, and you're like, "Man, that was." That's nice. it. So you think if I try and impart some wisdom on it, it would ruin it? Yeah. I okay. Think so. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent would ruin it. <laughs> but, the, but the thing I'm dealing with now is, learn? it's like we just went to a movie, and I. By doing my topic, we'll be taking us to another movie immediately. Okay, and that's, you just need some time. That's on the fine. Story. Here, let's 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 do this. Mm-hmm. We stood out in the in the foyer in the lobby. Uh-huh. Kind of talked about. We debriefed the movie, which is always important. If you don't do yeah. that in a movie with with friends, always do that. Always stop in the lobby and discuss. If you're with either one of us, and you d- <laughs> if you just walk out, you're dead. We're to gonna us. be standing in there talking about the movie uh-huh. until. Everything that we need to talk about has been talked about. Yeah. The That's part of the, that's honestly part of the whole experience for me. It is. It's one of my favorite parts is going out, especially if the movie was not great. Yeah. The yeah. discussion afterwards makes it great. Yeah. Like uh Fast and Furious Nine was the most recent one that yeah. we saw together. Yeah. And we talked about that one for probably half an hour. Yeah. Watch that one. Yeah. And I had an eye patch on. Yeah, oh yeah, because you were also being Different. punished. <laughs> yeah, so that's important. I, patch <laughs> I still think it's awesome you chose to do that to the movie. I know. Like you picked I, that day specifically. No, that was, that was the last. Yeah, I just waited until the last yeah, possible anyway. minute. So, okay, we're walking out of the lobby. Yep. Just take a deep breath in through your nose. It's a nice crisp mm. air. It's a little dark out. It's getting dark out. Uh-huh. It's nice to stretch your legs. We're going to loop back around, go right back in, buy another ticket. Okay. Yep. Go back in. You know what? Since we've got the popcorn already, the large popcorn, Uh we're getting that refill. We're grabbing the refill. We're putting the butter through the straw into the popcorn to get the butter, the buttery substance at the bottom. All layers. It's perfect. Drink if you need to. Mm -hmm. Go to the bathroom if you need to. Definitely quick bathroom stop. Right back into the same theater. Uh Uh-huh. New movie. For the next movie, which is mine. Yes. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out. Make sure I'm tracking on the same analogy yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, exactly. No, we're going. We're going to talk about Jack and Jumper one more time. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Today I'll be telling the story. <laughs> no, your your movie different showing, same theater. My goal, by the way, um, and then I'll we'll start. We'll we could, this can be the previews to my movie. Okay, I love it. Um, <laughs> that's me being all the audience members destroying their popcorn <laughs> in the silence. <laughs> I think this is the longest we've just gone off on a tangent in between <laughs> topics ever. <laughs> That's one of the worst things in the entire world. Mm. Tangenting? No. Sitting, oh, sitting oh, everyone. It's quiet in the movie theater and everyone's going... Oh, okay. Yeah. After the first preview has ended and the silence before the second one when it's showing what the preview's rated. And it's just like... I hate that so much. And then there's like three people in the back that just don't understand the volume of their voices. Yeah. They're just chatting. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. <laughs> oh, we're seeing that one for sure. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some, sometimes that's me. 
gonna be honest. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Should I'm ready. We, should we start my movie? Yep, ready. Okay. Lights are dimming. Yep. Screen is getting narrower or larger. Uh, we'll Doesn't it get narrower? Yeah. yeah. We'll go cinematic. I do like that. Just uh, without further ado. This <laughs> <laughs> is like old timey. It's like a theater. It's like a show. Oh, okay. One more sidetrack and okay. then I'll start. Sure. We went to a theater. The place I went to college, the theater we went to, a guy, every movie, you would sit down and they do... I can't remember if they did the previews before or after, but at some point... The lights would dim, and one of the theater workers would go stand in front of the stage or in front of the screen and like introduce the movie and just oh. be like, "Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. You're about to see this movie. Enjoy. It's a good one." And I just I wish that every theater had that. Did they ever do like a little? You had like a little wannabe stand-up comedian up there trying trying out different jokes. I remember there was one guy who would. He always had some type of bit that yeah. he was working. Was it like the same one that you could tell? He's like, you, you know, he yep. he likes this he one, had so his he routine. uses it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Anyway, I just, I appreciate that. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Takes, it, takes itself seriously. Yep. You ready for my topic? Ready. Okay. Without, again, without further ado. We further ado. <laughs> With a little bit of further ado. <laughs> Josiah, today I'm going to be talking about world building. Do you know what that is? That's one thing that's written on my list of yeah is it yeah Have okay i'm excited it? no okay no um i have it written down though i just recently learned about it and i heard or i read it somewhere i don't remember i was reading some article around about some book or movie and it was mm-hmm. like the world building in this was great and mm-hmm. i was like that's the coolest word or phrase i've ever heard in my oh, life oh i know what it is you just like learned what it is yeah oh i mean i, I connected I the, put, yeah yeah you knew what the idea was but you connected the word with the idea i put two and two together but i was like world building oh, that's a phrase if i've ever heard i one. can talk about this yeah so i started looking it up pretty cool stuff yeah if you don't know what world building is it's not it's for stories yeah okay it's not the plot it's not the characters it's not really even the setting, maybe a little bit the setting, but it's the entire world that's created around a fictional story. Yes. So when writers start their stories, they do what's called world building. And uh makes me want to be a writer because it just sounds like a lot really? of fun. Okay. So there's a there's some different aspects of world building. Okay, we've got the physical, and this is remember this is for uh fiction specifically. Okay. So anything goes, which is fun. Yeah. You can go on the sci-fi side and make everything crazy and yeah. whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Or it can be almost like our world, just with little tweaks here and there. Mm-hmm. Anything goes. So you've got the physical. You've got... Uh, the physical includes stuff like what does the actual world look like? So if they're on Earth, we already know. But say you're on Forblamadon... A different planet. Sounds like a dinosaur. And the Flurbanton. <laughs> and maybe it's a cube. Um, yeah. And so then next, so you've got what the world looks like. Then you've got kind of how it behaves. Um, different things like how many moons are there. How physics works. Uh-huh. Exactly. The basic stuff. Uh, and then you've got, so you've got the physical. You've got the metaphysical which sounds super hippie and weird, but basically it's just saying like, what's extra that our world does not have? Okay. So say there's magic. So there's sorcery yeah. and you can shoot 
rainbows from your fingertips uh-huh. and they electrocute the people they hit or something that okay is metaphysical so it's the elements that take the reader from the world that they know which is this world uh-huh. into a completely unknown world uh-huh. and so world building is that you have to think about all of these things before you start your story uh-huh. to be able to put it all together but it's fun because it's you can be entirely creative it can be literally whatever you want it to be and that is what entices me. Um, so meta- mes- metaphysical includes magic. If people have powers, if there's unnatural behaviors, like I would say, to take it back to Fast and Furious, I would say there was some metaphysical aspects of that world because in the latest movie because physics did not behave they properly. Don't, they don't care. Yeah, everything, nothing made sense in that movie. Gotcha. But... They built a world where it didn't matter, yeah. and everyone watching didn't care. Yeah, they were like, "This you, is the that's world not why in. you're there." Yep, you're not there to <laughs> critique the physics and like, yeah, exactly. You're there for just chaos. Um, and then you've got so you've got physical, you've got metaphysical, and then lastly you've got socio-political. Interesting. Uh-huh. That, that's more along the lines of like Hunger Games, Divergent type of stuff, like how people behave. Yep. So you're in socio-political, you're defining what the society is like. Okay. How do they behave? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the culture like? Mm-hmm. Are there different cultures? Are there different groups of people? Um, are there specific routines? What are the social dynamics? Like you can talk about, is it a more masculine style world, yeah. a more feminine style world? Is are the rulers massively above the poor people, or is everyone kind of similar? Mm-hmm. What are what are we looking at there? Um, and then you've got like status. Are there people that are more important than other people? Mm-hmm. Stuff. Basically, you have to define how your entire world looks, how it behaves, and then what the people are like. Okay, you track okay. and still the three things. Those how are... it looks, how it behaves, how the people are. Yep, is a physical, metaphysical, socioeconomic. Socio something? Socio political. Political. I don't probably that too. I don't love that word because it seems it seems like flimsy. Oh. (laughs) Like like it sounds serious and cool, but there maybe not is not actually anything there. It's just fluff. So a little pretentious. Yeah. Let's just settle with what the people are like. Okay. (laughs) I might throw in I might mix and match. Okay. Sounds good. You know what? You do what you feel like you need to do. Thank you. Um, let's talk about some examples and then we'll talk about the two methods for going about it. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. Love it. Okay. Um, I put, I picked just the ones that popped into my head and these are the same ones I imagine that would pop into your head. Okay. So first, the one that's most important that can't not be discussed when it comes to world building is Avatar, Lord of the Rings, Uh huh. Star Wars. I didn't put one Star of Wars, those? but that's a good one. I put Avatar and Lord of the Rings. Okay. So let's do Lord of the Rings. Okay. So Lord of the Rings, um, there was a map drawn out, J.K. Rowling, or is it J.R. Tolkien? I get them, <laughs> I get them mixed up. Rowling is Potter. Pa- Potter. 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 We'll talk about Potter in a bit. Okay. <laughs> um, Tolkien. Yes. Tolkien made a map. He drew out a yeah, map yeah, yeah. of what his world... Of so what he, Middle Earth looks like. Uh-huh. And in this map, so he's first defining the physical. So he's got the geography of okay, it. Gotcha. There's mountains, there's plains, valleys, cliffs, 
um, whatever Mordor yeah. would be. Like, volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's that thing with the thing that comes out of <laughs> the thing? Uh, then you've got, like, the beautiful riverside. Um, you've got all this stuff. The Shire. The Shire, yeah. The uh, Blackwoods. The Black. Is that a thing? Oh, Mirkwood, maybe. It's yeah. called Mirkwood. Yeah, okay. Um, so you've got, here's some places I remember just off the top of my head. We've got the Shire, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Hobbits, um, what their place looks like geographically looks massively different than anywhere yeah. else. You've got Isengard, Mordor, Gondor, Ronan, Rivendell. I forgot the name Lake of... Lake Town? Lake Town. That's a good one. Uh, I forgot the name of where Gimli's cousin ruled or his uncle you know the mountains? Oh, uh, yeah, the Mines of Moria. Yeah. With a, I have no memory of this place. I have no memory of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Ball rock. Run. Run, you fool. Fly, you fly. Fly, fly you fool. No, I did that. Um, all that to say, each place has its own structure. And then we can break that down. Each place has its own culture. Yeah. This is why Lord of the Rings is worth mentioning. They've got like different architecture for each place too. Yeah. He created architecture for each place. It's all defined. Which fits within the geography. Like what's the most practical for that place. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. And the cultures are also fitting of the place that they yeah. live yep. too. Yeah. It's all very intricately done. This is, uh-huh. I think... Um, probably the best example of world building mm. that I could think of. Yeah. Other sites that I read about mentioned Game of Thrones, but I didn't feel like diving into that enough to really understand how good it was. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard the world building in that is okay. good too. Okay. Um, uh, to the point where the culture or the different types of people, a lot of them had their own language. Mm-hmm. So they had the Elvish language, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, what is Gandalf called? The type of writing on the ring. The oh, Lord, I don't. The language of Mordor or something like that. I don't know. This is like an a ancient... Lord of the Rings trivia and I like yeah. <laughs> it, but I'm not very good at it's it. It's an ancient tongue. Haven't been spoken in many. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's move on. We need an expert in here. Uh, oh, any. Well, let's not move on. Every, all of them have their own social dynamic. Um, like their size. societies are a little different. They all have their strengths and their weaknesses. And. My favorite part of Lord of the Rings is that they all have their backstory that kind of ties everything together into why each culture, each type of people, and even each civilization is the way it is. And how they interact with the others. Yep. That's very interesting, too. It, it, yeah. It's all... The, what's What blows me away, and this is why I love love this concept so much, is that before you write the story of Lord of the Rings you have to have all of these things figured out because the story is tied so closely with the whole world yeah. that you have to put in the work and get the details of all this. Very cool. I have a lot of appreciation for uh, people that are good at this now. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Avatar, pretty good one. Um, James Cameron apparently created reference books. I mean, we know he made a language for it. Mm-hmm. He made reference books as well on... Pandora, which is the world um, that he built for this situation, for this movie. Uh, he made reference books about the vegetation, multiple, and multiple oh, reference books about I the know climate, about, yeah. and multiple reference books about botany as there's, well. There's so much. I've looked into this a little bit. There's yeah. so much 
It's wild. For Avatar. And I think part of it is they were planning on making it massive. Uh-huh. And I think that's part of why they made uh, a massive, like, Pandora in Disney World. Uh-huh. They spent millions and millions and millions on that. Because it's going to be huge. Because so, there is so much world building. Uh-huh. And you would see... I, yeah, I went there this spring. And I was, I was pretty blown away. Uh-huh. Just at... All the plants and everything. Yeah. And I, I went there knowing how much world building they had done. Mm-hmm. And every strange plant, I was like, I guarantee there's a scientific name for that plant. Yep. And some like uh-huh. herbal use for it. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy the depths that this guy went to to create this world. Yeah. And he hired a bunch of people to work on it too. To help it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, a, basically this is just a appreciation topic for the people that are good at this type of thing. Okay. <laughs> I also put Avatar, uh, the last Airbender version. Some decent okay. world building in there. If yeah. I've watched those. I've only watched part of a season. That's all right. Uh, Hunger there. Games is a great one to mention in regards to, I'll just say it, socio-political. <laughs> that aspect of it. Um, the history of how how the country fell apart and then how it was rebuilt and the social dynamic, who's in charge, why the Hunger Games happened, yeah, yeah. all very well considered. Um, which leads me to something that might not make people super happy. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Potter. Harry Potter. Harry. Harry. Uh, hey. Um... This is the example I'm going to use as bad world building. Oh. Yeah. Stepping on some toes. Because it's not so great. And if you look it up, there's actually a lot of like Reddit posts about all the issues and stuff. Oh, really? But if you think about it, a lot of things don't... I mean, the series is still great because sure. the story, the character arcs, the characters, plot development, all of that is fantastic. Because you, you read these... Every year, right? Yeah, I read them a lot. So to be fair, you still like it a lot. I'm a fan. Okay. Yes, and I can get past the world building. Okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, if you're a diehard Harry Potter guy, just know I'm there with you, but we have to acknowledge some things that don't make sense. <laughs> the logistics of the world don't make any sense. For example, um, how no wizard has any idea how they're supposed to dress. When it comes to dressing like the normal people, nobody nobody knew how they were supposed to dress. And that doesn't make any sense to me because the books mention quite a few times how they were always out in the public working with humans and stuff. So, like, how do you not know? Or at uh, least learn that, have people yet yeah. teach you. Another thing is hmm. who would let the kids be placed in such dangerous situations like the school... Four children had quite a few life-ending uh, things that could happen to kids. Well, one life-ending thing each. Yeah, each book. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Without spoilers. Yeah, exactly. We won't, I'm, a, I'm very anti-spoiler, so we'll just keep it at that. And, uh, like, there's a whole forbidden forest right next to the school that is Nobody too cares. dangerous... Kids are banned from it because it, there's so many things in there that could kill a child. Mm-hmm. Until you get in trouble and you get detention, then you get sent directly to the Forbidden Forest where everything can kill you. But with a guy who might may or may not know what he's doing. Yeah, but you're also a child. To me, it's That's the true. equivalent of like, all right, 
uh, did you forget to turn in your paper? That tears it. You're going to war with a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> like That's it's the fair. Same kind of concept. Who knows what's out there? Um, here's one I didn't realize, but it's kind of funny. So if you know the stories, there's a guy named Ollivander. He's the guy who sells wands. He sells one one wand per person, unless you break your wand or lose it or something. But for the most part, you sell one wand per person. Now we know the general size of the school. And we know that he's the only one who supplies most of the area. Okay. So we can conclude from that that he sells about 40 wands a year, almost all right before school starts, mm-hmm. selling them to like kindergartners, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. We know that the wands are about seven galleons each, which equates to five pounds, English pounds, which equates to about $6.56. <sighs> Since in uh, American currency, six fifty. <laughs> yeah, which means that per year, Ollivander makes two hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's his like passion project. Maybe. Maybe he's like uh, he front, for money this. laundering or something. <laughs> but we also know that you cannot make food with magic. They made that clear in the books. Really. And the typical meal in London costs twenty bucks. So, the issue here is that... He's doing something illegal. He's either... No, he has a side job. He has to. He's either got a side hustle that the books decide not to mention, <laughs> or he's extremely poor and in, like, dire circumstances. Yeah. Or he's just a horrible thief, a horrible, no-good th- food stealer. Hmm. Maybe... Or maybe he's so beloved by the community that they just provide... They just give him food. <laughs> So wait, you're saying a wand is six fifty? Yeah, pretty cheap. That's not. I was expecting like a couple hundred. Not a bad deal. If for something that you only get once in your entire life, I would have guessed that yeah. we're looking at some type of student loan to get that bad boy. It. You know, what? he's just a bad businessman. Yeah, but I think, I think he could is up it? his game significantly, especially since he's one of two wand makers, <laughs> <laughs> like one of two known wand makers. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, he needs to go to school. Yeah, so there's an Back issue there. Back to school for him. Speaking of school and education, the reason he's so bad is because Hogwarts doesn't teach math, English, finances, biology, physics, or Latin, which is the root of uh, the magic... All the spells. All the spells that they use. That might be helpful. Yeah. If they would just teach some core Latin and people could start coming up with stuff... Okay. This is This is all crumbling down. Yeah. There's also some other stuff like the killing curse, which is said to be unbreakable. You'd think people would be working on that. Like if it was such a prevalent thing oh. in the world, you'd think there was, would have been a group of people workshopping that. Yeah. Finding a way around that. Some kind of Illuminati maybe? Yeah. Wizard uh, Illuminati? So I know I, I know I lost some friends there, but uh, and I'm still a no, fan. No, you're just saying facts. Yeah, I'm still a fan of it. Just... Uh, there's there's some very real issues that have to be. They mentioned. need to be addressed. Yeah, also as a culture. Uh huh. Also, if uh, Voldemort is so so scary, why is the rest of the world not uh, helping out? Like, there's wizards in America. Why are they not bopping over? They're a little uh, prideful. Yeah, the British. Apparently, Voldemort was not scary enough to be uh, World War Three inducing. <laughs> <laughs> like, how how bad can he be? <laughs> he didn't even start a world war. 
Anyway, my topic is not Harry Potter. I just, well, that was important to me. <laughs> this is a quick bash fest. We needed a good example of bad world building. Yeah. So, um, to uh, finish off my topic, you want to you wanna try it? You want to do it? Build a world? Yeah. I'm ready. Just, just the two of us? Okay. All right, I'm going to get my keyboard out. We're going to type some of this stuff out. Okay. Make sure that's working. Okay. So... Got it broken down into steps. Okay. Well, I like that manageable. Let me real fast. We've got two methods. Okay. Um, forgot to mention there's the inside out method, which is when you create a story and then you create a world after the story that matches the story. Okay. Makes the story make sense. We can't focus on that because we don't have a story. Okay. So we're gonna do the outside in method, which is when you create a whole world and then afterwards you create a story that fits the world. Outside in. Okay. Or is caused by the world. Okay. So. Does that sound good? I'm ready. Cool. So step one, let's uh, and we're gonna rapid fire this because we don't have a ton of time, but uh, let's define the world. So first off, yeah, step one is define the world. So first, let's do geography. Um, what do you want the world to look like? It can be anything. I just love the idea of a massive island, full of lots of different types of okay. geographical. Like you got lots of mountains. You got Okay. Beach and ocean, all Beach, that. Ocean. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Mountains. Oh, this how, is... Here, how about this? How about this? It's an island. Okay. A very mountainous island. Okay. The whole thing is basically mountains, but it's right, it's completely surrounded by ocean. Okay. So you got beach all around the perimeter. The farther you go inland, the higher you get. Up until okay, it's so high that there's always snow on the peaks, okay. way at the top in the middle. So the elevation of this mountain massive. Okay, peak in middle of island, decently large island though. Always snow, large island. Do we want to go past that? Do we want to mention the rest of the world, or is this it? This is our island. I think that's kind of the base where you have. Oh, we won't get to that yet. Yeah, don't get. I'm, I'm 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 running with this. This is hard. Don't yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. I think. I think we've got the classic beachy things: palm trees, coconuts. Okay. Um, a statue of Jack the Baboon, <laughs> welcoming visitors. No, don't put that. No, we have. Oh, it's staying. We uh, beachy things, but then the more the higher up you go, mm -hmm. switches to more mountainous. Mountainous. Okay. Um, Less green. Do we like the general physics of this world? Like, do we want... Is there one sun? Or is it an Earth-type environment? Or are we switching things up? I think so. But let's have gravity be half. Okay. Interesting. So you got people that can run a little fat. Wait. Can't run faster, but you can sure jump higher. No. Regular gravity. Okay regular no we can't get to that yet <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself i i'm i'm happy with this with this Let's okay so it's an earth environment but we're focused on a specific island yes that we've just built huge huge fourteen thousand footers do you want to name it or should we leave it uh let's leave that okay. maybe we can come back to that cool um we talked about the terrain has it always been like this this island or did something happen to cause this island it's always been like this since the beginning of time. Always been. Since the beginning of, yeah. Since and, yes. Yes. Always been like this. So there was not some massive event that caused No, this. very strong. 
it can take a beating from a hurricane, no cool. problem. Perfect, perfect. All right, um, climate. Let's talk about the weather. I'm assuming you want kind of beachy, warm, yeah, uh, down tropical yep. down, and then more, more Arctic har- situation up top. Harsher up there, yeah. Harsher, okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to say tropic down low, harsh up top. Um, does the climate impact the story at all? This can just be a yes or no. Yes. Okay. I'm already thinking ahead. Good. I'm thinking ahead. I got, I got ideas. Okay, let's move. Uh, well, still step one, last step here. Resources. Are there natural resources? Is there a lack of resources? A little, little bit of a lack of resource. Okay. Anything specific? There's not a lot of agricultural land. Not much ag. Okay. So you, not much food. I mean, you've you got lots of seafood, of course. Except but, seafood. Okay. Uh, you got an algae farm, of course. Algae farms. Doing some, that. uh, some of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there's it's a, it's a lot of uh, beach and mountain, so you cool. don't have lots of land. Awesome. All right, uh, climate. What's we just talked about that? I I already climate is what we just talked about. Yeah, so okay. keep that the same. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, on to step two. What do you say we populate our world? Ready. Are people inherently different than us? So are they humans? Yes. <laughs> yes, but they're all. But, okay. Fast and big. Average height, eight feet. Twice as fast as a human. Okay, so everyone on the whole island is like this? Mm, The average person, yes. Okay. No. (laughs) The people who live in the mountains, up in the mountains, Uh those people are large. The people who live down at sea level, regular human size. Okay. See, so, the, oh, okay. So see how fast our world comes together? And this happens because the higher up in the mountains you go, something happens that makes those people more powerful. Oh, okay. We're, we're, we're leaking into the I kind next of, step. Every, every time I stop myself, it's because I'm trying not to leak into the next step. Okay, so we're going to assume they're human-like, but they've got some differences than us. Because yes. of something being caused by certain parts of the island exactly. that we will discuss soon. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. What's the population? Million. Okay. So there's. So this is a big island. Lots of people. Big island, but small enough that it's pretty crowded. Okay. Million people. Especially at sea level. Pretty crowded. Would you say it's overcrowded at sea level? No. Okay. People are happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got the food. <laughs> um, how did these people become part of their store, our world? Is there a backstory there, or are they just the people of the island? They ha- they came there. There's always been conflict, and always. so these people are currently the ones in power, and they have been in for a long time. These people. So are are we talking the mountain? They and got the sea there. People are all one. One people. Okay, (laughs) just let me get to the next part. (laughs) Mountain people, sea people, all one society. Yeah, yeah. So they're not like different borders. We can set up borders if you would like. Um, I've got an idea about that. Okay, we'll we'll get to it in a minute. Um, is there a class system or some people? Yes. Okay. This is what I want to talk about. Oh, up high at the mountain, obviously you got the most powerful people. Those are the ones that take control. They're up high. You got the people at sea level. Those are your lower class 
Okay. Large power struggle, big difference okay. in class. So same society, but there's a big gap between the powerful and the non-powerful. Yes. And there's a power struggle there. So someone's, some group of people are trying to change that. Yes. See how... Isn't this interesting how fast a story it just I've, starts? I've like come up with this like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Based off of just answering specific questions. These, these are good questions. Okay. Uh, let's talk about, without getting too crazy here for obvious reasons, gender, race, and species. Any uh, differences? Mostly humanoid, uh, except for the fact that you get super powerful when the thing happens maybe mm. elevation maybe some plant that's only found way up high okay we'll get there something that only you can get up there sounds good <laughs> but mostly humanoid um okay do they get along no are there alliances we're gonna say oh yes uh, yeah okay wait no yes yeah. yes there's a couple different schools of thought or at sea <laughs> level uh-huh. about do we need to take over do we just need to let them take charge do we need to do something about it do we just sit back and and do our own thing okay so there's on at sea level there's different groups of people who believe differently about what action should be taken yeah in the power struggle exactly great what resources since we're kind of separating between mountain and sea what resources do they enjoy and what do they lack they don't they don't have a ton of They've got some fruits, not a ton of veggies. Okay. So some of, can we talk about malnourishment it's maybe? It's seafood heavy. No, there's plenty of trade. Okay. Everybody, wait. Should we, just, <laughs> should we just say resources are fine all across sure. the Sure. Okay, sounds good. Are there borders? Uh, do you want borders? Uh, natural border. Everybody on uh, the coast is kind of... It's one big city all around the coast. On the coast. And there's like a... Equals one big There's city. kind of a border put put there as you go up the mountains. Some some protection. Border up the mountains. Okay. Sounds good. Um, let's get into the history. So when you talk about history, you can get as detailed or as vague as you want. Like Lord of the Rings is the history. There is an ancient war. Hunger Games. The history is decades of oppression. Um... Talking about big power shifts, uh, who are the enemies of the island, that kind of thing. Anything you'd like to mention there? Uh, big power struggle from the surrounding islands. Okay, so there's surrounding islands. Yeah. We just expanded our world a little bit. Oh, of course. There's surrounding islands with different... Well, there's one island that has lots of agricultural land, large island, mm. farming island. So you've got lots of different trade happening between the islands. Okay. They're all mostly friendly. Except, except this one is mostly meanies. <laughs> the, the people at the top are in control. They control the trade, and they kind of have a little bit of say among all these islands. Okay. <laughs> so the mountain people are really powerful over this whole selection of islands, and there's yes. a power struggle within that. Part of me is like, as we go, I'm like, does this make sense? Am I, I just so. copying other movies? Because I, I think of other movies that this is like similar. Like there's a power struggle over some natural resource. I mean, that's... Avatar. A, that's a pretty standard yeah. plot device. I think it's okay. Yeah. Black Panther. Uh, you good there? Uh, sure. Okay. Let's move on to culture. 
Okay. Again, we'll tread a little lightly here, but any uh, religious things here, any main belief systems from people that um, have created traditions or rituals? Very diverse. Okay. Typically among the islands, different. Each different island beliefs. kind of has a different... Different belief system. Okay. Sounds good. But they're still mostly friendly. Mostly. Okay. Um... Still mostly friends. So they just, there's just like a mild dislike a lot of times. <laughs> well, you know, it's like you have your stereotypes of different islands. Like, oh, these people mm. eat a lot. Yeah. These people are so lazy. Okay. <laughs> your classic, <laughs> I don't know. Um, society, common language. Is everyone speaking the same, same language? language? Same okay. language. Good. Yep. Makes that easy. Yeah. Uh, how do our b- characters behave? Anything of note you want to mention there? Uh, they all have their own cultures, subcultures within these islands, but they all are in agreement about how they don't like this, these mountain people. Okay. So they're mostly friendly. I don't know. Okay. They're just normal people. We'll go with that. Some nice people, some mean people, um, everything in between. You mentioned this already, a society opposed to them, I'd say for the most part. It seems like society is unhappy with the mountain people. Yeah. Um, Are the rules that the mountain people impose, would you say they're fair? Or are they oppressing? Uh, It's kind of, they kind of have been. They've been fair? And it's almost to a tipping, no, they kind of have been. Oppressive. More and more so. And it's kind of getting to a tipping point. Okay. That's good. How do you spell oppressive? Tipping point, (laughs) (laughs) T-I-P-P-I-N-G. At tipping point. Thanks for spelling that out. I was confused. Um, It's a a hard one. Anything necessary to know about the punishment system? Are they harsh? Yes. If you make them mad, you best move to another island. Got it. Where I say banishment? Well, the people on the mountain island are mostly oppressed. On mountain island, oppressed. Okay. <coughs> Social Ooh. classes. We talked about that. Anything to note about what they wear? I would assume it matches in general to the geography. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever's uh, most practical for your your characteristics of your island. Nice. Anything important about family relationship dynamics, marriage? Just depends on the culture. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For you sure. know. You know. And uh, one thing to note, if we were to be doing this in a longer period, we would have to answer all these questions for each culture that we create in our world. Oh, that's fine. But we're going to skip it for now. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it exists. I just don't want to talk about it. For sure. I, I've thought about it all this. Yeah. Oh, naturally. Um, are there any behaviors that are forbidden? Um, yes. <laughs> Here's what I would say are the behaviors that are forbidden is that you... Are not allowed to conduct trade that's not approved by the mountain folks. Okay. Folks. They completely control trade. Everything goes through them. Okay. You're not allowed to go up the mountain. Ooh, interesting. You're not allowed to... (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to like half make what would be a good story... I don't know. Uh, let's let's keep it. We can make. We can let's keep, keep it. There. it. They they require some level of 
respect whether it's fake or not. Okay. You can't badmouth them. Got it. Because uh, there's there's secret spies and police. So no no freedom of speech really here. Not so much. Okay. When it comes to the mountain people and trade is all completely uh, controlled by them. Okay, sounds good. Uh, politics, anything you want to know? It seems like it's a little totalitarian, authoritarian. Just a bit, just a bit, but they want people to think they're not. Okay. Okay, nice. Um, let's move on to the fifth step here, um, which is power. So this is a step you can skip if the world is generally earthly. Um, but this step would include stuff like magic. Is there AI or technology? Do we have time travel? Uh, so you mentioned there's some something mysterious happening above the mountain. This is where we would discuss that. You know, it has to do with the elevation, it turns out. So extra power at elevation. Once you hit 10,000 feet. Okay. This is a massive mountain. That is, yeah, that's a trick. <laughs> and you're not allowed to go up the mountain. No, you'll get you'll get phased. No, you'll get spear to the leg. Oh, oh boy. Okay, spear to so leg. maybe you'll get a shock bomb yeah. to the back. <laughs> maybe it's one of the two: a spear to the leg or a shock bomb. You might get so a golden <laughs> bullet right to the hand. You okay? So you you just took the general time period in <laughs> three very different directions. No, you might get speared or a shock bomb. <laughs> it's a modern spear. Okay, there's modern. lots of tech. I've just decided. Lots of, tech. and by that I mean has been around for a long time. So is this? Would you say this is a little dystopian, or this tech is still being developed? It's very colorful. I think of dystopian as being gray. There's lots of colors. Except this, on the mountain. Is this tech something that they can continue to develop, or was it some past society? Only the people, the mountain people, have access to the tech. Okay. But the people surrounding have taken it, repurposed it, used it on their own. So Got you'll it. see it here and there recycled. Can recycle. Oh, make, for sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then is this tech powered by the weird elevation power or is it something different? It's powered by friendship. It's not powered by friendship. No. It is powered. That's the worst. <laughs> it's powered by. It's nuclear powered. Oh, okay. So plain and simple. Nuclear. <laughs> They've perfected nuclear power and so that it can be small. Okay. Perfected. Nice. So this is futuristic then. <laughs> pretty cool futuristic with spears as well <laughs> okay. just wait till you see these spears i'm gonna go ahead and say uh well let's see anything else where does the power come from you mentioned that who can wield it you mentioned that can it be learned or is it innate in certain people we mentioned that a little bit uh do people fear the tech or is it kind of embraced it's it's um, eh. It's a little fearful. They're a little fearful because if you get caught with it from mm. the mountain people, you get in big trouble. So it's kind of like an underground market, a okay. black market. And uh, But they embrace it. They, they take it apart, try and reverse engineer it to make their own stuff. Sounds good. Still embrace it. Okay. And I'm assuming we do not have the resources at the sea to create this tech. No. 
Only in the mountain. Mm, yes. Yes. You can. You can. You cannot. Okay. Except on the mountain. <laughs> Got it. Um, so the mountain people control it. Where does it come from? From the mountain. Um, okay. So here's what we've done, Josiah. We've created. We've defined a world geographically. Big island. Very mountainous. Um, tall, fourteen thousand foot cliffs. The higher you go the more mysterious things happen, mm. causing the people there at a certain population to be different in physical nature to the people lower. Brain power, too, also. Brain power? Okay, so also... Good to know. And wisdom power, but not moral power. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Sounds good. I like wisdom not power. moral power. But yes, wisdom power. Okay, so there's a general power struggle between the mountain people and the sea people mm -hmm. on the mm -hmm. island. Mm -hmm. There's also a weird power struggle between the other islands. Just some conflict. Not Yeah, not a power Who's struggle. Who's the best? Who is more powerful? Correct. Yeah. Oh, and there's it's some religious cultural differences there. Some turbulence. Yeah, there's some turbulence. Um, but in general, they all agree with one thing, that the mountain people oppressive. are oppressive and not to be enjoyed. No. Yeah, okay. Um, and there's weird power happening at a certain elevation in up, which they are not up. allowed to go. You may not go. Yeah. It's forbidden. And, it's uh, forbidden. It's forbidden. And there's also lots of tech, only with the mountain people, except some black market trade where some people have gained access sure, and sure, sure. Yep. not allowed to be caught with it. Yep. I miss anything? Seems like we caught... That's, that is the basics of this world that has la been around for a long time. Okay. I should have just like described Planet on Star Wars or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not had to do nearly as much work. Okay. Um, do we want to name the island? What was the thing you said at the beginning? Plurkadon? <laughs> oh, you, you name it. Uh, no. That sounds too much like a dinosaur. Okay. Okay. We're going to go Latin... Okay. Mont, Mont, I don't know if that's Latin, uh, Mont for mountain, uh, sea, uh, depths, M uh, Mont, sea, no. Okay, we're getting closer. Monchon, no, that's a mix between mountain and ocean. <laughs> uh, uh, salt, Malta, no, <laughs> that's, a, that's a real place. That exists. <laughs> we're going to call it... The United States of America. <laughs> We're not going to call it that. No. We <laughs> gave me a look. We're not going to call it that. No, Josiah. Josiah, no. You're ruining this for me right now. <laughs> We're going to call it... Mon... I can't... Uh, okay. Uh, I really like that this is what you're struggling with the most. The name it has to be perfect. It has to flow off the tongue. You can blurt out some syllables if you want. Montas. Montas. Okay. Good luck spelling that. That's your um, choice. I'm just going to do an A with some sort of... Oh, A's don't have... We're going to say Montas. Okay, I spelled it M-O-N-T-A-U-S. We Montas. happy with that? I'm, I'm so happy Montas. with that. Montas. I'm so content. Cool. Um, we don't have time to name all the individual groups. Josiah, you... Sir, have just become a world builder. Yes! That was pretty fun. I did it. Like the... 
like you created something that's kind of cool just based off of a few very simple steps. They're good questions. And yeah, and it's something that could be applied like I there's some very simple stories that can be derived from this pretty simply. Oh yeah, I take think. any character, yeah, make him a leader, take the people together, mm-hmm. make them rise up. Yeah. You could take an outside hero. Mm. You could take an alien <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> from oh. the deep, <laughs> from the depth, comes out a secondary villain. Okay. They have to f- work together to defeat their common enemy, fish aliens. The main, perfect. Or the main character could be a mountain person that has to be accepted. He's banished from the mountain. Oh, he and- works... He's been on the inside. Yeah, so he knows what it is, and they're trying to kill him because he escaped. Or it could oh. be about a sea person who is trying to break past the 10,000-foot elevation for his people and his family. Uh-huh. There's any number of directions. You know what? I like the one where the guy, the mountain person, gets banished. It's, it's set up as the mountain people are evil, mm-hmm. and the sea people are just trying to go on living and they're they want freedom and everything, but yep. the mountain person, they're not going to understand him. He's a mountain person. He's massive. Exactly. And so it's just about him trying to escape them. That's kind of interesting. Ooh. Like who's who's right? Who's wrong? Mm, we don't know. We will find out at the, the end. Character Do arcs <laughs> are already set up. Wow. Okay, Josiah, that was my topic. Wow. I, <laughs> I took you from knowing very little to creating a whole world, and. We're at the base of a new story. Wow. Mm. Um, do you want to keep this story? You know what? Let's just not release this episode, and then we can keep this story to ourselves. Yes, they will never have it. Well, here's my proposal. Um, if, you, if you remember back to before we hit record on this podcast, I left out a key detail that we usually discuss before the podcast starts. Yeah. What, and I the, thought about that afterwards. <laughs> what, what did we not discuss? <laughs> what the punishment will be for the loser. Here's my proposal. The loser has to write the story. It can be a short story. I don't know how many, how many pages you're thinking. Okay, like 200? No, I'm <laughs> Yeah, we'll keep it, I'd say novel length. Short story. Okay. Okay. So if you lose the episode, you have to take the world that we built... And write an actual story from it to be published and made available for the listeners of the podcast. Okay. Readable. Okay. Um, are there Interesting. Any, any specifics we need? Like page limit or page uh, minimum? It has to be good. Okay. Well, as good as you're going to do. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't just rush through it. You got to spend some time on it. Oh, for sure. Um, and when you do it, you have to... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to set a page minimum. Yeah. Let's just, just say you have to good. write the story sure. and whatever comes out is okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. And uh, the next episode can include a reading of a portion of it. Okay. Some of it. Yeah. Give the wet the whistle for people exactly. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And, I like it. Okay. Uh, then we can make the whole thing available and go from there. And, and then we'll make a movie out of it. Yeah. And, and then, then maybe a show, a spinoff show. Yeah. With and, one of the side, yeah, side and, characters. Yeah, and who knows what else, so. Um, I'm in contact with Disneyland about a possible um, section of a their park. property. Okay. Yeah. 
I know they've got lots. Yeah. Or they've at least got, Disney World does, so. They've got so much. We should be fine. Yeah. They've got money. They don't need our money, so they yeah. can just, just, yeah, take it and run with it. So we should be good. That's what I say. Okay. Um, 30 seconds. Also, we made it through a whole episode without the goofball. I'm impressed. That's pretty good. Yeah. 30 seconds. Why do people vote for you? People vote for me because I gave you a nice little story about a dynamic duo, Jack and Jumper, mm. an unlikely friendship born from... I was like I was gonna say like need, but that doesn't sound like a good <laughs> a good thing that friendship is formed from. A dynamic duo Jack and Jumper, a friendship that was formed. Okay. And good. that's it. And nice story. Nice. You gotta love it. Big fan so of a simple. of a double amputee named Jumper, also. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty good. <laughs> Hard to beat a good double amputee named Jumper. <laughs> um and I think you should vote for me because uh, Josiah told a story. We created one, and uh, I think that's pretty glorious. Josiah told a story, and then Josiah created one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, from the direct guidance, <laughs> <laughs> Josiah created one. No, you know what? Josiah told a story, and then Josiah created a world, but did not tell a story. That's true. Vote for me, please. I can't lose. Vote. I, okay. Okay. I got. We got it. Everybody. You're please. going. The, you're going the pity route, huh? No. I'm just saying, Caleb needs to write this. I think he would be. Oh. He would do a great job of writing this. You're gonna go that direction. And I think I would love to hear what he comes up, comes up with. I did my half. I think it's fair that he does his half. And in the name of fairness. And he's a much better storyteller than I am. So I disagree. Vote for me to win. He can write the story. Vote for me to win so that we can prove to Josiah that he too is a great storyteller. <laughs> it's like becoming very wholesome. <laughs> no, you're good at telling. You're a better no, storyteller. You're, you're good at it, though. <laughs> okay. You want to wrap this one up? Let's do it. Okay. Um, this is a good episode. Yeah. Happy. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Happy. Too many word. Less word. Josiah happy. Josiah content. <laughs> okay, so it seems like you should definitely be writing the story. If it's all in that format. No. <laughs> no. Few word. Josiah. Hmm. Write small story. Listener want long story. <laughs> Caleb. Okay, well, Josiah has resorted to Kevin's speech from the <laughs> office, so Larry, why don't you play us out? 